What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Top 10% Podcast. I am your host, as always. Well, I can't say always anymore because we've had tribal host a few times now, too. Um, but uh, it's me, Dan, Dan Carter. So I just wanted to first and foremost say, let's see, it is the 22nd of November. So this is gonna, I'm going to try and get this dropped. So while you guys are out and rolling around in your vehicles or hanging out with your family, um, listening to podcasts in the, in the pole barn or sharing, you know, deer stories, we wanted to get this out just for the, the premise. And you'll understand here in just a second. So um, first and foremost, you know, I wish everyone out there a, a happy Thanksgiving and I hope that you're getting to spend some time with your loved ones and, and family and friends and maybe even enjoying a little bit of the deer woods or just the outdoors in general. So um, if you are out there doing that, hopefully you're having some luck. Um, other than that, um, we'll tell you a little bit about what we're going to do. We're starting a new series here on the podcast that um, I, you know, we really haven't you know, Travel and I talked about it. We talked a lot about these in the past and trying to get some of this stuff out um, to everybody, but we haven't really done anything as far as giving it a name yet. Um, it's kind of be more like a Tales from the Hunt or Memoirs of the Hunt or just something of that nature. But I think the biggest reason we wanted to get it out to you now, um, and I'll dabble in that just a little bit once we kick things off with, with tribal and maybe Kyle and whatnot on this first episode of, of this particular series is that we wanted to be able to share, I guess the other side, um, it may be raunchy. It may be funny. It may be emotional. It may be, you know, a lot of things, but what it will be is memorable. And, you know, when you're, you're around family and friends and you're getting to share all of these memories and things that, you know, loved ones that, you know, are, have since passed and, uh, you know, just, just kind of dial them back to remember those things and why we all continue to do what we do today when it comes to hunting and fishing and just being outdoors. So, um, I hope you guys really enjoy this. Uh, it's kind of something that it's probably going to be near and dear to the heart of all of us and kind of dig into, you know, maybe even pull at some heartstrings at times. But uh, nonetheless, that's what we want it to do. We want you to understand that um, we're not all, um, <laughs> to be frank, we're not all just rough and, and you know around the edges. And and this is this is really the things that we really enjoy and why we really do it. So we'll dig deeper into that. But um, nonetheless, um, if you are out there again, hope you're having some good luck. And we appreciate again you tuning in and like, subscribe our YouTube. Got lots of things coming to that. Um, here soon, the, the beginning of the year is going to really take off on a different level for us. So if you haven't checked out our stuff yet, get out there, like subscribe, write a written review, all those things. Again, we appreciate you listening and I hope you enjoy, uh, the start to this series in this week's episode. Thanks. <laughs> Bro, I just shot T-Bar. Oh my God. Look at that top. This episode of the Top 10% Podcast is brought to you by Top 10% Hunting Headquarters, located in Coldwater, Michigan, your premier AR manufacturing outlet. Let's get back to your host, Dan Carter, 
of the Top 10% Podcast. Welcome back to the Top 10% Podcast. And uh, with me, I have Tribal and NBK. So, like I said in the intro, we appreciate you guys joining and all of the likes, follows, listens, and all of the subscribes and everything to YouTube. We need more. So, if you haven't done it yet, get on there and do it. Um, the up-and-coming, uh, this series... First, I guess, and foremost, we'll get this right out of the way, is we're approaching the holiday uh, of Thanksgiving and coming up on Christmas. That's a great look for you, Tribal. Great look for you. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> so we're approaching the, the Thanksgiving holiday, and I think there's a lot to be said with um, just being thankful for whatever is, you know, whatever we've experienced in the past and our memories and everything that go along with the hunt. And, and that's kind of what we want to go into. And originally we talked about the story thing a long time ago and talked about sharing things. And, uh, I'll let tribal elaborate a little bit more on, on what we're trying to do and go with that. But we figured in this, you know, the holiday time when it's family time, yeah, keep trying. Um, when it's in family time and, you know, with friends and celebrating and, you know, you're sitting down and you're sharing all these memorable stories of, of the hunt and maybe it's recent, maybe it's old school, maybe it's, you know, something of, you know, members of the family or friends of the, you know, that have passed and, um, <laughs> oh, geez, it, it, Bro, this is so bad. This is bad, right? So you know we're friends or family that had passed, and then just start cracking up. No, I mean I know it's so bad. You know I got tribal on the other end, so we're not videoing this one for you guys on on Instagram Live or anything. But we we are um, obviously through Messenger or FaceTime. Um, you know, I'm talking to them cause I'm at my home studio right now and they are at headquarters. So I'm just trying to get things wrapped up so that I can get on the road and get to, to my family as well. So, um, nonetheless, you know, like I said, you know, family and friends, you know, sharing the stories and, you know, like I said, of, you know, uh, of, of present or of past or members that, you know, like I said, that had passed on and, and just kind of sharing that legacy and whatnot. So, uh, and teaching that to the young ones. I mean, that's the big thing, you know, obviously Kyle and I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for our parents, you know, sharing, you know, we wouldn't be, you know, and, and it's got the same, you know, and you're going to find that out today. So nonetheless, um, I'm going to have you Dan's tell us. So, yeah. Dan's been so serious through all this. And fighting through, we got this filter because he hit us up on Facebook, and you can see me in there. And Kyle's putting different crowns on me, filters, and Dan is just, he could see it. He just battled through all of it, and we're just totally ruining the intro. No, I was um, good. it's a good intro. Yeah, I mean, we, we got the, you got the Indiana Joneses here now. <laughs> so... It's hard to be serious, but yeah, we wanted to get a uh, get get a, a, a series of um, past experiences, funny stories, um, and, and get we gotta get that hat off. No, I'm losing my cool. I can't I can't look at myself with the Indiana Jones hat on. Um, so but what we've been doing is um, what we want to do, and what we're going to do is we're going to start it out with me and Kyle. We're going to share some experiences, some hunts that were comical. Um, Before you go on from that, 
I just want to say that the statute of limitations has already been lifted on any of these stories that we share. Right, right. We got, we got, and then we're going to, we're going to do a couple of these over the next two months and we're going to bring some people in. I know we got Joe and Mickey. We're going to try to bring on together so they can share some of their stories as a father and son duo. You're going to be ready to be with your uncle and your dad. Yep. My brother as well. Yep. Right. So some of these stories are some of the most, um, you know, when I was listening to Joe the other day, this is when it kind of popped in my head. Um, yeah, bro. I got Santa Claus. Look, leave it on that one. Um, um, so we'll get, you know, we would, we just want to get right into it. We're going to, this is story time, right? Story right. time, right? Right. Yeah, that's it. Top 10 story time. Got itty bitty barking out there. Um, I know. I'm surprised Archer can't hear it. He's right here. <laughs> yeah. So we, um, you know, I want to kick it off. I got Kyle sitting right here. So one of my one of my classic MBK startup stories was when it was me. And maybe you you know where this one this one is. It was me, Kyle, and his sister, who was a year and ten days apart. Okay, so I got the idea that he is on a budget time, being a being a divorced father, and I, I had both kids, and he really really wanted to get a deer. Remember this one? I would say so. <laughs> so. Okay, so I get the bright idea. I'm going to take him to a little farm I got, and I'm going to do a wind drift hunt. So I stick him in the tree stand. Yep, in the tree stand. I don't know, how old were you? Legal 10? Yeah, I was 10 years old. 10 years old, safety harness, put him in the tree stand. And I'm just going to go around this little swamp and let my wind go in there and let the deer come out. And they usually travel right in front of this area. His sister is sitting at the big tree. Mm-hmm. She was nine. So I do my little drift. Come back. I walk back up. I look up at him. He says, yeah, I shot deer. You did? You know, like to my surprise, I'm like, it worked? He said, yeah, I shot deer. And... <laughs> Bree's like, yeah, he shot a deer. I was standing right out there. He shoots his deer in the guts. Mm. And oh boy. Yeah. And and Kyle is pound bound and determined that he's gonna find this deer 100 percent So we give it lots of time, and then Kyle's on his hands and knees. On his hands and knees looking for this deer. For any little speck of blood, little anything. And he's tracking and tracking and tracking. What was it? What did we track for probably about five or six hours? Didn't get far, right? Yeah, it didn't, didn't go very far just because it was hard to track. And we weren't finding much. So we didn't get that far. And we get into this right on the edge of the swamp that surrounded by two roads. And there's the deer. He's sitting there looking at us, batted down. Mm-hmm. So me, being the responsible parent I was at the time, get this idea that he's going to take his shoes off, Indian crawl or Indian step up in there quietly. And then I tell his sister, you walk down to the edge of that swamp down there. And if 
the deer jumps up, it's going to see you and come back to us. Because it ain't going to run off that road. It's going to try to slip up back down right. there. She looks at me. Make a circle, yeah. As, as she was, she was she always was a trooper for the outdoor experiences. And, and she, I mean, there's more stories, too, where she, she just, whatever me and Kyle said, she was there to back us up. So she goes around there. Kyle gets about two steps towards his deer. <laughs> deer lunges up, <laughs> takes off, and it's going right at Bree. It's heading at her, it's heading at her 100 miles an hour. <laughs> and it stops. And I mean, it's getting ready to crush her. I'm like, oh no. And it stopped five feet in front. Let's out this. Let's out this. Um, Fix that for me. Can't see him now. Everything messed up. Somebody was calling me. There we go. It lets out this blood curdling right her face. <laughs> There's nothing we could do. And falls over and it's spitting green stuff all over. Oh out of it. God. <laughs> she didn't have a gun either, right? Oh, oh no, she's nine years old. So she she was just there. Oh, Nothing to do, just screaming. I'm, a, I'm like, oh, you gotta be kidding me! So we go flying over there, mm-hmm. and she is paralyzed, <laughs> trembling. Kyle goes, "Move, Bree! I gotta get my book." <laughs> Gets her out of the way, right? <laughs> so that was his first bow kill buck and that was a weekend where being a single parent i had both of them and that was right then and there how right right i was like okay this kid's gonna be pretty serious about hunting because (laughs) he just threw his sister in the weeds over beside her trauma oh yeah he's like get over it thanks for stopping it (laughs) we go over there and she's just like why did it spit all that green stuff out of <laughs> face and nose? And why did it make that noise? And I'm like, oh, man, I'm probably going to go to court for this one. <laughs> She's going to go back and tell her mother, I know we're going back to court. She never did tell her mother about that experience. <laughs> but I felt I felt terrible, but I was so we were celebrating so bad. We didn't have we didn't have too much time to, to make her. You know, I think she got over it pretty quick when she saw how happy both of us were for the deer. Well, that's good. Yeah, it was. Um, that was that was probably one of the most memorable stories of an outdoor experience with both of them. Mm-hmm. Besides fishing, we did a lot of fishing together, uh, but that was always an argument, and a competition, and everything else. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. They would get their lines tangled up, but it was it was still fun. No, it's still fun. Get down, sir. No. Yeah. So another an, another time, I had Kyle when he was young. Let's share this one, so because I got to be case in here. <laughs> so we got this farm in Tecumseh, a lease, and it's the end of the year doe season. Mm-hmm. Doe only. And 
he had a bolt action shotgun and he really, really wanted to shoot a deer. And, and it was late doe season. And I said, all right, I'm going to do a drive. I'm going I'm to push the deer, make sure they're does. And we had, what do we have, a two-way walkie-talkie? I can't remember. What's yeah. the phones? But I think we had a two-way walkie-talkie, like, you know, like a chirp. Oh, like the old, like, Nextel type, that type of deal like that, yeah, I mean, like an Arnold yeah. Motorola, a little two ways, yeah. It was something I bought just so, like, you know. Probably just a walkie-talkie. Just walkie-talkie. Mm-hmm. So, I started to drive, and I got deer moving. Mm-hmm. They're coming down by the backside of the gravel pit, going right down the river. I could hear them crashing the ice and everything. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Few seconds later, I hear, boom. Okay. <laughs> a little bit of time goes through, not much, just enough, and also I hear another, boom. Huh. So, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I call Kyle. He don't answer. Kyle, no answer. I'm like, oh, man, you got to be kidding me. So now I'm trudging through all this ice and snow to get to him. Like, what? Now my mind's going a 1,000 miles a minute. Right. Stop it. Now what happened, yeah. Yeah. Kyle, what happened? He says he's a little kid still. You remember your words? I don't think I was only a little kid, but I was probably I was at least 14 or 15. 14. Maybe 13, 14. He says, I shot a fucking pig. <laughs> I said, what'd you say? I shot a fucking pig. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> the farmer shit's got loose. Like, oh, yeah, the like, mind's oh. still going. Yeah, and I said, like porky pig? <laughs> he said, No. <laughs> I said, big pink pig? Oh, big werewolf-like pig. Oh, shit. I said, big werewolf? He said, yeah, dark, dark fur. Are you sure what you shot? No, I'm running over there. I'm getting over there as fast as I can. Mm -hmm. He's as pale as pale can be. And still trembling. Mm -hmm. I climbed in the tree. Yeah, he's scared out of his mind. Climbed (laughs) in the tree. I bet. But I I shot this thing, you know. It was out no more than six yards away, <coughs> running right at me, head on, looking right at me. <laughs> I was I was pretty nervous. I bet. And when when I shot him that first time, it hit him perfect, and he veered off. I mean, it was like a foot and a half away from me. Just veered off, and that bullet hit him. It was like one of them safari rhino attacks, you know what I mean? Like, you see those guys, that they're in the bush, and they're, like, charging at you like that. That's exactly what it felt like. Then the gun jammed. Oh, God. And I just shot one to shot one. He racked another, finally got to go and racked another one. So when I get there... I get there and I'm I'm investigating, like 
there's blood and there's long dark fur <laughs> everywhere and i'm like holy shit what in the fuck <laughs> and it, he said it ran down there by the river down in the like it goes down hill so oh, now, hill and down so i watched him go up the hill and start heading down the hill that's how it looked yeah so i said to him i said so we're gonna play this smart. We'll squawk all the way up to the top, and then we'll look down. Right. I saw it, like, cause I'm like, I don't want to walk down there. It's real, you know, like a, a boar pig. Uh huh. I swear on a stack of Bibles, we walked up to the path right to where the truck would pull through. That pig was laying at the top of that fucking path, <laughs> to where we wanted to walk to. We walked up, there and there's this big ass boar pig, two hundred some pounds. Laying up there, I just looked at him. He looked at me, and I was like, "Holy shit! You'll never, ever have an experience like this in Southern Michigan." No. It was it was unreal. We pulled the truck right up to it, yanked it up in there. Still got that. It's hanging in the bathroom right here at headquarters. I was gonna say it's right there at headquarters. Yep. No, we had that. You know, when we got that lease during the summer, we were checking it out. That. That old man down there, that neighbor, we were talking to him. You remember what he said? Yeah. He said, watch out for them pigs. <laughs> and we hunted that all deer season. Never, never saw a pig. Never saw a pig. Hmm. Up until that day when he pushed the swamp, that big pig came out. Makes you wonder how many there really were, you know? I feel like there's more. Maybe those weren't even deer we heard crossing the river. Maybe there were more pigs. Right. Who knows? We do thought, we, yeah, we don't know. I thought it was a bear at first, you know, running at me. Not not <laughs> entirely uncommon, you know. <laughs> That's what I thought it was, a bear. Holy shit. Until it got up, you know, two feet away. I knew what it was. Yeah. So you guys dug a little deeper into that story though, and then found out right that somebody had like a they had a high fence or something like that that they had gotten out of. Correct? Is that? I think the yeah, I think the story was that that there was a, a trophy ranch that had pigs, and some of the pigs got loose and populated down by that gravel pit. Mm. River, because it was all river river bottom. Yeah, it was right. all river bottom. Well, right. I had a buck another farm you know just up the river and he said there's still there's still pigs so wow i gotta imagine though that like honestly the way that they populate and everything else i mean i don't know what the longevity of those things is or how long they live somebody that's probably a pig farmer or knows more about that side of it could tell us but i mean i know they breed like rabbits like wildfire and breed like what 20 times a year or some shit so i can imagine that if there was a population of them in there at that point I mean, you figure, what's that, 10, if you were 14, 10, 15 years ago, you know what I mean? Like, somewhere in that ballpark, and there's got to still be some pigs somewhere in that vicinity. That, yeah, we haven't really updated to see if they were still around in there, or if they got, you know, completely eradicated out of there. Yeah, I'd be interested to know. Yeah, it was, but that was, that was just two of our wild experiences at a young age. Right. It takes me to to like when my dad was still with us, and he was never a deer hunter. And 
I was the one getting it. He was a rabbit hunter and pheasant, and we did a lot of rabbit, small game hunting. And then I got into deer hunting, and my mom was the one who would sit in the tree stand for hours on end with me in um, mm-hmm. Jackson County, right down there by where you live. Yeah, right. my end, yeah. Right down there by the prison. And, and, and I started hunting mature bucks at a young age. I wasn't shooting on them unless they were big. And um, I just remember my dad, I got a big piece of property and him and my brother-in-law at the time, he was from Canada <laughs> and he, you couldn't get him off my dad's sack. You know, he took my dad's, wherever dad, my dad walked, he'd be right on his ass. If my dad stopped, he'd be right up his ass. <laughs> he was like his father, you know? Right. So they were running dogs for hunting, you know? And I said, well, you guys come on up. I got a farm, come rifle hunt. And I put both the guys in good spots. Mm-hmm. And they showed up. Of course, he's got the biggest ass um, pumpkin suit you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> you know, the big Walmart head to bottom with the hoodie that attaches on it. And you pull up. That's the, all solid orange. The old walls coveralls. <laughs> oh, it's the big one. And he, he <laughs> one day it was five. 10 and 510 wide. <laughs> so it was a pylon, right? Uh-huh. And so I said, Dad, you're gonna go around here. I got it all marked out. Blaze. You all you gotta do is just use your light. I made built a sweet ground line overlooking this area. And then you talk about deer. There was deer everywhere. Uh-huh. Nothing to see other deer in the spot. Okay. I had Orlando heat, so when my dad turned left, Orlando would keep going up to the top. Real easy, right? And then I was hunting way off the other area, and I'm trying to chase a good buck, and it's northern Michigan. Right. But I was trying to get a, a, a good buck, but I had those two guys in the, in the meat and potatoes. So I'm in there nice and early. It's opening day. Mm-hmm. They still ain't there. Daybreak's cracking. <laughs> See the lights, the truck pulling in the spot. Out comes the biggest ass flashlight you ever saw. In his kid. Fucking spotlight. Yeah, that flashlight's living all over, right? And it's, it's, it's literally a road that he had to walk on. <laughs> a cut path. Like, it looked like 94. <laughs> right. And I'm, oh, what the fuck are they doing? Come on, come on, come on. So I'm watching from a distance. And there's oh, no no cell phones and shit then, so you're just like, you're oh. just stuck, you know what I mean? You're just like looking at it oh. going, what in the hell? Nothing you could do. No. Nothing, nothing you could do. And it's my dad. Right. And, it, and and then all of a sudden you hear the boom, boom. You know, the door is slamming super, super loud. Boom, boom. And I hear, ooh, that's how my brother-in-law laughs. Ooh, Bill, you don't forget your coffee. Ooh. And it's just echoing through the whole world. I'm like, <laughs> Unbelievable! It ain't turkey season, <laughs> right? right. It, and that's what he sounded like too. And they're walking. Both got flashlights, and it's damn near daylight. Mm-hmm. You're still coming through the area where I'm at, and they're full alert, looking way over there, 400 yards at I'm like, what in the hell is that? <laughs> and I'm already hearing deer blow. <laughs> Not me. In between us, I'm like, man. 
unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable. Also, in Orlando keeps going a little bit further in front of my dad with his light, and he shuts his light off, and then my dad stops to see it. I see the orange thing drop. <laughs> right? So I know what he's doing. He's shitting. <laughs> Taking a dump. Right? He's <laughs> like, oh, my God. He's shitting right on the road. Going back <laughs> into the woods. Unbelievable. You can't even make this up. <laughs> All right. Finally, things settled down. It's quiet. All of a sudden, I hear from 800 yards away, I hear deer blowing nonstop <laughs> from where my dad's at. And the wind's perfect. <laughs> <sighs> Neighbors are loving him. <sighs> I'm like, what in the fuck is going on? <laughs> hey, it, ain't, it ain't 1030. Here they come around the corner. Both of them. Mm-hmm. And he's walking with a mission. Right? So I get down and I meet him. Oh, you fucking Mr. Big Hunter, you know, nice spot. Every deer knew I was there. And he goes, What'd you do? Shit next to my stand, too. You waste my time, Connor. <laughs> all over up there. I'm looking at him going, Bro, <laughs> what are you talking about? I said, Dad, I. I ain't shit up there. All of a sudden, I'm like, Did you shit on yourself? He goes, What? Turns around, he shit. <laughs> shit all down his cover. And then Orlando falls down. He's crying. Oh, 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 you shit down yourself. Oh, oh, oh. My dad rips his suit on Fucking tears it in half Like the whole (laughs) Zips it down Fuck this suit And he's standing out there with his boots on You know the old The old um, Sorrel boots Oh yeah He got the Sorrel boots on To his calves And his calves and his thighs There wasn't much room between the two (laughs) And his full on whitey tighty um, Long johns Long johns Belly makes my man. My belly looks looks small, but he was real wide too. So he's standing out there and he got this orange hat on too. You know the and he ripped like the Santa Claus hat that I got on now. <laughs> it was all orange. So he's standing out there. Fuck this suit. Throws it over in the weeds. Come on, Bob's. We're going to the store. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. I don't remember what we shot. Oh, I do remember. Oh, yeah. yeah. Story. Phase two of the story. I heard the story already, so I know. Because they come back in the evening. Orlando's hunting with a seven millimeter rifle. <laughs> boom, boom. That evening. Me and my dad come up there, and he is just tickled pink. 18 yards blows a fawn away. Mm. The hole through this fawn was, you could have took a basketball through it. (laughs) My dad grabbed this branch, snapped it over his knee, shoved it over like it was a salmon in the hole, threw it over his shoulder, and he goes, 
come on, I got your little poodle, you stupid-ass Canadian. Why you do that? <laughs> and he bitched at my brother-in-law. He carried that thing over his shoulder all the way down. It was such a, he was like shooting damn bacon. He wasn't a deer hunter. Uh-huh. But he didn't want to shoot no doe. Right. And no young ones. Mm-hmm. Right? So, obviously, he never shot too many deer in his life. Right. Because <laughs> he didn't take it serious. But he had... He, he, he shoved the stick through that hole, threw it over his shoulder. Come on, Bubs, let's kick your little dog in. <laughs> your little poodle you shot with a fucking king. Oh, God. Oh, he, he rode him. I don't remember what I I don't remember if he, if he got anything. But I remember him shitting on his back of his coveralls. And I remember him riding Bubs about that. Freaking fawn! They shot with the cannon at eighteen yards. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! But you can those type of stories. You can't. You can't even just. You know what I mean? Like I, the, some of the ones I was hearing Joe talk about with him and Mickey, him and his dad. Yeah, you just can't make that up. No, it just brings back so many stories from back in the days of growing up. Um, you know, another time with him, we were pheasant hunting. I was little, mm-hmm. pulled Chelsea drive through, and we got a bunch of pheasants in the back of the truck. We were successful. I'm in my long johns with a giant orange shirt, and the lady says, "You got pheasant in the back of your truck?" And Dad's like, "Yeah, I know we're pheasant hunting." She goes, "No, it's back there winking at me. <laughs> it's alive." I shot out the back of that window, you know, mm-hmm. those sliding windows open up in the old Ford. Mm-hmm. I shot out that window in that drive through and rung that pheasant's neck in front of about 18 cars. <laughs> and that lady in right the at lunchtime in the McDonald's drive through. And people were leaving the drive through line, and the lady's mouth was on the ground. And I just looked at my dad, and he goes, Dad, a boy, don't let our pheasants get out. <laughs> get up there. Oh, back up, standing in my long johns and a long orange shirt, snack in the drive through of Chelsea. Um, yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense over there. You never know you getting into that. Yeah, that yeah, area. It, was, it was quite a um, <laughs> good God. I was looking at him. And I looked over at that lady, and her mouth was wide open, and her eyes would look like saucers looking at me like, what in the hell? <laughs> I'm just over there in a puking rally in the line and shit. That's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. So let me pheasants. Pheasants, Kyle never, you forgot to experience like pheasant hunting back back in the day that I used to go do. Yeah, you know, Michigan Michigan pheasant used to be really good a long time ago. We used to kill a lot of birds. I remember growing up, and, you know, of course, I kind of, you know, you and I are closer in the age. We're still a ways apart, but we're closer in age, you know. Yeah, you like, you like that part right there? So, no, they that was the thing. Like, I remember we did the same thing, you know what I mean? And we everybody will get to hear that, too, when we get talking with Dad. But we always chase birds and, and rabbits and coons and everything else, you know. And it, But I wish that we would get an upland population back here again. I always enjoyed, enjoyed hunting pheasants. I'd actually like to go west and spend some time out there. Kyle, why don't you tell that story about when we went rabbit hunting? Which one? The, the good one. 
Yeah. This is a good story too. But this is this is his more his story than mine. <laughs> uh, yeah, we went. We lived back in Miami and uh he got me a little single shot twenty gauge. Mm-hmm. I think that was you know, my first real gun, right? Still got it, it's right there in that case. Yeah, no, I still got it, but uh we're going to kick up some brush behind the house. Mm-hmm. Try to get some rabbits. And um, we weren't seeing no rabbits. No rabbits, no rabbits. And finally, I'm just coming through the brush and I look up. This is the biggest raccoon I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, just a giant raccoon. It stands up on its back feet. It looks at me. I'm looking at it. We're probably like probably 15 yards at this point. That raccoon just takes off on a dead run at me. <laughs> right at me. He's watching this off on the right hand side, probably 20 yards away. He says, shoot it. <laughs> and by the time I shoot it, that raccoon was right there. It was just like with that pig. Oh, at your feet. Yeah, I shoot it. That thing flops right over. That that was a that was more traumatic than the pig. (laughs) (laughs) Raccoon. Kung Fu trash panda coming at you. (laughs) You know, if I would have been out there just scouting or doing something like that, I have a twenty gauge on me, I would have had a full on raccoon attack. Oh yeah, raccoon was coming. There's God on truth. This coon was possessed. I don't know if it was protecting something it had. I don't know what was going on, but it was. It wanted me. It didn't turn and run. It turned and looked at him and said, "I'm fucking you up." It just looked. It probably thought like you were. You know. I mean, well, what time of year was it? If it was close to now, I mean, it could have had could have had some kittens, but the kittens should have been grown by now. Yeah. No. It was. It was rabbit season. Yeah, so. so kittens would have been. Yeah, I mean, even then, like even now, like I'm saying, anybody hunting rabbits now, I mean, once you get a first snow, usually when they started. I think it was rabbit. Oh, maybe. I think because it it was it was big. Yeah. And it didn't run like a raccoon runs. It goes up, scurries up, and takes off. You know, all the woods. If you walk on them, no. This Joker turned. It ran on two legs with T Rex arms right at him. And it it was coming. It was coming <laughs> right at him. Not me, him. It was looking at him like I'm I'm fucking you up. And he's standing there going, Oh my god, what do I do? I'm like, shoot it. They will get you too. Man, will they get you? Yeah. Yeah, that was I mean, we've we've had our there's there's this that's just the thing about hunting and that's why we wanted to launch this podcast, this series, mm-hmm. mixing it with all the other serious stuff. Have a little fun, talk about some of these old stories, and hopefully, when you guys listen to this podcast, you know, and then when you get some of our other guests and we share some of their family stories and some of their good stuff, they they let it loose and tell tell us some of these stories because this is what you know. Honey's not always about kill or the size of the animal; it's the adventure. And I'll even tell you one more, um, you know, on my. Sister Soul, God, God, you know, God, God speed with you, Lynn. Her and my mom were huge mushroom hunters. <laughs> Lynn would always go get mom and take her mushroom hunting. 
And my mom had spots that I didn't go to without mom. And I had spots that mom wouldn't go to without me. But Lynn didn't have that etiquette. No, that's the mushroom code, though. (laughs) Yeah, Lynn didn't have that code. So they checked a couple of mom spots. And I caught Wendy that Lynn had her. (laughs) So magically, I got sick at work. (laughs) I had to hit two of my spots because I let them go. And I knew there was some, some good morels in there. (laughs) (laughs) then i got your one where i know they come and i hit the one tree and boom there they were i was like oh yeah here we go just a flurry at the money tree right right, i'm 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 just piling them in i got my all my getting all my mushrooms and i'm like oh good lord ain't nothing i could do i got shit (laughs) it's right then right there at the good mushroom tree right because i'm I know we're picking mushrooms and everything. That was, was karma upset. from leaving work sick. You know what I mean? Like you ate McDonald's and you were like, "Ooh, I gotta go. I gotta go." <laughs> yeah, and I was already mad. It was karma about work. I didn't give a shit about work. Then. Um, <laughs> I really didn't. I hated it. It was more. I knew Lynn would take and talk mom into going to my shit. Mm-hmm. It's like jumping in. You know, a guy's blind where he takes his kid. So, you know, we we do. I knew she would do it. So we go there. I go there, and and, and the the doo doo hits. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god. I mean, I'm sick to my stomach, and I and 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 nothing I can do. I got no toilet paper. T-shirts already got all the mushrooms in it. <laughs> so what's the next choice socks or un- or underwear so I take my shit the underwear and I hang the, hang the underwear up in the tree mm-hmm. it ain't 40 minutes later after I'm out my mom and sister pull in there and my sister's working that edge oh god they find it. Mm-hmm. Also, she screams and says Ah. <laughs> Somebody shit through their underwear in the street. <laughs> pack it up, pack it up. He's been here. He <laughs> no, he knew you would run us to. to I told ah, you can't, man. You can't just go. He left the calling card. There's no reason to even stay here. We're going to my spots. He won't hunt my spots. <laughs> <laughs> So mad at me. She goes, "Who leaves her underwear in the fucking tree?" <laughs> hey, mom told you, right? When right. you saw underwear, you it was it was like the hat on the door. <laughs> don't suck. open that door. If you don't want to see. Oh God! Don't don't do it. Don't open that door. You know. So yeah, that was. I don't know. Later, later when I got a little bit older and a little bit more. I gave Lynn all my spots to take mom to because mm-hmm. I just didn't have time. So, but at that time, Mm-mm. oh no, don't go and pick my mushrooms without me. Mm-mm. Don't go pick my morels without me. No, you my can't, mom, you can't violate the mushroom mom. code. No, my mom, she's one, she's the one who taught me that. And the other time, mom, grandma, we call her granddog. Granddog takes cow mushroom hunting. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> Kyle's finding all these mushrooms. <laughs> and he don't even... <laughs> he's, he's turning his head. He's still mad about this shit. He, he, she finds this deadhead. Was it deadhead or a full antler? It was a nice antler, too. <laughs> a nice deer antler. And Kyle says to Grandma, I'd like that antler. She says, no, Kyle, we're gonna, I'm going to give it to my friend who has cancer to make him feel better about giving him an antler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he gets in the vehicle with me and he goes, the fuck is he going to do with that antler? He goes, That's, so- <laughs> That's so wrong. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, just an antler. <laughs> Taking my shed. What am, what's he going to do with it? <laughs> Fight his way through the Golden Gates. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I told my mom, and she said, are you serious? I said, oh, he's mad about that antler. <laughs> <laughs> antler went in an estate sale not long after. It, yeah, because Grandma tried to get it when oh, it passed. <laughs> oh, man. Granddog tried to get it, and so they sold it in an estate sale. It was a mm. nice antler. <laughs> <laughs> We'd still have this antler to this day if she'd have gave it to him. Right. That would have been, that's one of those things. Where it's like weird. You get the weird stories and stuff that go along with everything. It's like one little piece. Like you get the shotgun shell that, you know, how people write the, the dates and things like that. They, people do all kinds of things. And I guess that's really what we're trying to stir up with these stories is, is to bring something out within you. And if you guys got cool stories, share it on our Instagram or on our Facebook. Tell us you listened along and, you know, we, we love to hear them. This, that's what drives us to, to you know, to, to do more and and share more with you guys, and God knows we've got plenty in my family, and I know that's just the tip of the iceberg for you guys too. So, oh, just the tip. I mean, we I got fifty other stories, right? And probably about thirty of the fifty are shit stories. So. <laughs> well, I think, and we were talking about this off record too. You and I were. It's I think everybody. The funny part is everybody tries to hide those, but everybody's got a shit story or ten. Everybody got a shit story. If you went hunting, you got a shit story. You do, you. regardless. I mean, I can't tell you, and we'll get into that a little bit more with my family. But I can't tell you how many deer that have been killed. Uh, you know, with with pants around the ankle for sure. Just crazy stories of that nature, but. But yeah, I mean, so what else you got, Kyle? What else you got? You got any other stories? Tell, share something else. What do you got? I know you got some more of your dad because God knows every time. I just, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> There's you, so many stories. I mean, so many trips. We, we traveled. We started traveling when I was young. Mm-hmm. I got some stories about myself, but I'm trying not to throw myself under the bus. I'm trying to figure something <laughs> but i know i'm thinking the one now you're talking about when we first start traveling uh, <laughs> i don't know which one it is so gas station hmm. yeah, we, we traveled down to illinois <laughs> <laughs> he knew right away I, I think i was 11 years old i shot my first year, a doe. 
had I shot that buck yet? Mm-hmm. Shot a little buck. Then we were going down to Illinois, you know. Now it's about trying to shoot big deer. Mm-hmm. Wanted big deer, but, uh, you know, classic pit stop, <laughs> gas station. This gas station's a little bit different. I had to go to the bathroom bad, but I walk in. As soon as you walk in, it's like a small section with the counter right there. And it's like an island counter, like a, so they can see all around. Mm. And the bathroom doors are right behind it. I mean, like right behind it. And then there's a big section to the left and a big section to the right of the gas station. I, you probably don't remember it, Kyle, but that's the way they used to design all of them. Like all the Myers and all those gas stations used to walk in. That's what it was. It was an island. You'd have that island. They, I think every gas station halfway across the country was built that way. It was, it was something like that, but I had to crap. <laughs> and I didn't even tell him I had to crap. I just, I had to go. He going. So he's... He goes back out the vehicle. He thinks I'm sitting out there waiting, whatever. But I'm, I'm in there crapping. <laughs> uh, get done doing my thing. Slid out of there. It was like it's not one. Of, it wasn't like an automatic shutting door. I didn't even think about it. I just walked out of the left that door. He just wafted the whole convenience. <laughs> that front door, front door. I had to walk right around the, the counter of the clerk. I jumped in. He, I mean, he said, what are you doing? I said, I was crapping. <laughs> and we we start pulling back. We start backing out and we pull around and we're coming around the front side of the gas station. We look in there and that clerk, he's got the air freshener just raining. <laughs> just just raining. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. I did him dirty. I left that door wide open. Oh, that dude was so mad. Oh. Just to spraying it head high in there. Just to spraying it. We just started cracking up. Oh God! It was funny to us. Not for him. <laughs> Not for him. No, it's a different story. <laughs> that same trip. That same trip. He he gets in the ground blind <laughs> with 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 a guy. Um, do you remember the guy's name? Cool kid from Georgia. Mm-hmm. He says, "Oh, let me take your boy and almost put him in the ground blind. Let me take him. Let me take him." They had sweet tea there, and Kyle got, on, got hooked, drinking it by the jug. Yes, sir. Georgia sweet tea, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He must have drank a jug of it. <laughs> they get in this blind, and that kid comes back. He's son of a bitch. He said, that boy pissed all over me. I said, what? Because they're in the ground blind, right? It wasn't a very big ground blind, you know, just like mm-hmm. normal. Well, they, back then, they wouldn't have been, you know what I mean? They, everything was like a little bit bigger than a doghouse blind. Exactly. That's not a very big blind. Yeah, I I held that pee all morning. <laughs> I, I got to the point, I said, I got to pee. <laughs> he said, well, hang it out the window and pee. <laughs> I mean, as quick as I could do, undo my onesie. Get <laughs> out that window. I, I just, it was just, just flowing, spraying out everywhere. You let, the, you got the thought out, and then it, you just started pissing everywhere. That's what happened, you know. When you got to pee so bad, like as soon as you start thinking about it, you're like, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. As soon as you're like, all right, I'm gonna get to go, you're like, so close. Oh, 
This guy said, man, it was like a fire hose just swinging left to the right, to the up and down. <laughs> the window. Oh, that blind, he came unglued. That blind just started rumbling. He was throwing shit. The hunt was over. It was done. Oh, God. Shit. Yeah, it was. I feel bad for that guy. I whizzed all over him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guarantee that guy tells that story. I'm sure he tells that story because he was he laughed so hard about it afterwards. He had a <laughs> face from ear to ear telling that story, and I'm just in there going, "Oh man, I'm sorry." He goes, "Oh, it's fucking hilarious." We'll wrap that uh, trip up with one more story from it. That is, uh, we met a dude from North, oh, yeah. North Carolina. <laughs> what was that guy's name? That big dude. It's a big dude. I had that. Waldo? No, not Waldo. Waldo. I don't know. But he had that real deep southern draw. And that accent. And just the way he talked. He, you know, he's. I don't even know where to start with the guy. We'll start with about how he went, talked about his double bull blind. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he got. He decided, well. The only reason he got a double blind is because he went up in a tree stand and he dropped his bow out of the tree, mm-hmm. shattered his bow, and then he was tired of the tree stand, so he went and got himself a double blind, and he was talking this double blind all up after he got his bow fixed down at the bow shop, too. No, bought a new bow. Or bought a new bow, whatever he did. Got a new bow, got a new double blind, just spending all this money. He's talking about it. He don't care. He's going to shoot the big buck. Uh, the next morning we get up, everybody's getting ready to go hunting. Mm-hmm. All in that room just getting their gear on. <laughs> There's me and, me and my dad. We're, we're over there in the corner, but we're just letting loose. It's, <laughs> we're letting loose. It's farting. It, not, not big rumbling loud ones, but we, we know we're farting. <laughs> <laughs> We had a big bowl of them beans and all oh. that mix. It was something. <laughs> uh, we're firing. Everybody's, oh, my God. They're looking over. The whole room clears out. I mean, everybody clears out. There's like six, seven guys, and they're getting their hunting gear on. Everybody's running out of there. That North, that guy from North Carolina, he goes, that, that's little skunk, big skunk. <laughs> little skunk, big skunk in there stinking it up. <laughs> Oh, fuck. We ran everybody out of that room, and for the rest of the trip, everybody at camp, we were little skunk and big skunk. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, if I could have locked the door, <laughs> I would have. <laughs> I mean, because that party was not very fun, and but that was the ice. That once once we skunked everybody, mm-hmm. it was it was it was a great camp after that. All it took was a couple farts, and then uh, usually that breaks the ice. Was, everybody's hunt was ending. Everybody's leaving. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that guy from North Carolina, you know, he still hadn't got his deer, so he's he decided he was going to stay and pay extra to hunt a couple more days. Mm-hmm. And so he's. <laughs> 
we leave and then it was like just that time when like Facebook and all that stuff had started. Mm-hmm. I think it was Facebook. It might have been their website, but we were checking it, checking it, checking it. I think it was about a month later we ended up seeing there he was. Him and his little hundred and ten inch Illinois buck that he had to pay a fine for for shooting one under a hundred and thirty. If yeah, hundred and ten, it was. Uh, it was more like a eighty some inch. Is yearling that he shot. Well, he talked it up the whole time. He was gonna shoot the biggest big buck. deer. I missed the biggest deer of that trip. I think. Yeah. That was oh yeah, same, same trip. trip. I missed probably the biggest deer I ever laid my eyes on. One hundred percent. Some big ones over there for sure. Yeah, that was. That's what I mean. We had. You see how we brought up the memories of a fart blowing out a gas station? We're going to try a different topic next time. <laughs> no shit. I'm telling you, it's still going and farting and shitting. Pissing. Pissing in the blind. <laughs> and it comes down to. We did have an opportunity. Shot a little bit high, deer, well, no low, right? Shot low, right? Just on, on the, of a, on a two hundred and twenty, two twenty, two two thirty. Is that the one Just, that you was on the ground? Were you guys on the ground from that one, right? Absolute pouring rain. Kyle sat out with me till I don't even know. I don't. My one o'clock. Mm-hmm. Just chilled to the bone, and I left my bow in the tree stand, and we I brought him down. And I had to get him out. And it just looked like a rocking chair on this deer's head following a doe coming right at us. Mm. We stepped behind the weeds. The doe caught us a little bit. And she ventured off a little bit. And he ventured off. He drew and just shot underneath him. And I was just like, I don't even know what we would have done if he had shot that deer for her. It would still be, it would be hanging in here. It was or at his house. It was just an absolute mega giant mm. and nobody got that deer they i did find out years later they found found that deer like three years three years later wow. he went down in size and he was still over 200 inches holy shit yeah absolute and the cow's the only one I ever drew blood on him just mm. an absolute giant huh. and man that was a fun that was that was a, one of our first adventures mm-hmm traveling and creating chaos and um, having fun. Having that's, fun. That's, yeah, what that's what it boils down about. to. Yeah, that's what it's all about. You know, I mean, taking those stories away. I mean, we just told you just told six or seven stories and five of them had to do with taking the shit. So <laughs> <laughs> like we said, everybody's got a shit story. We got plenty more. So Oh no! This one, no. Yeah, there was, there was a shit story, a yeah. story, and a giant ball. Um, no, I'm just, I'm just picking because like that's the thing though. Like there's, there's always something. There's always a story. There's always, you know what I mean. There's, there's so many more different angles that everybody has, and you know, and sharing that camaraderie and being able to travel and go places and hang with other people and do those things. That's I got good. Another one. We're at camp. Mm-hmm. In the the at a, at a camp, and this was another time we went to Illinois, and I think this is the last time. These guys from New York 
New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Most annoying son of a bitches you ever met in your life. I mean, smug, rude, big time, best equipment, best clothing, looking down at Kyle and his clothing, looking down at me, kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, they left all their shit hanging, all that sweet clothing. There was the nastiest centipedes you've ever seen in your life coming up out of the ground. Oh, God. Up in the warm area. I caught like 60 of them son of a bitches and put them in their suits. <laughs> Just filled their <laughs> pockets with them. <laughs> oh, shit. They had no evidence it was me, <laughs> but they knew it was me. <laughs> and they just uh, oh I just couldn't I said no never ever go do a trip like that with those type of people around they were Mm-mm. so arrogant cocky unfun uh-huh. talking crap non-stop and I saw those big ass nasty centipede things and they were kind of <laughs> dormant mm-hmm but they were still alive. I filled both of their suits full of them, son of a bitches. <laughs> <laughs> they probably ain't never seen no shit like that either. You know what I mean? The crazy shit over uh, that way. But uh, dude, they, supposedly they were in the vehicle and they started getting their shit together and the where they were getting dropped off and they started, started coming out. out. <laughs> yeah, ripping their clothes off and oh, going. God. And everybody saw those things on the floor. Uh huh. I have to get the bright idea that I'm going to go ahead and stick them in their clothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No shit story there. So. No, that's a good one. That's a good one. And I'm sure there's, you know, like I said, the more and more we start thinking about it, the more and more we'll remember that they just, you know, these stories that we have. And I'm sure we'll, we'll come back again and touch base with you guys after a couple of other episodes we'll bring some more in i'm sure you guys got some more we can share and we'll keep it going and oh yeah i mean this is just a start even both me and you thought it was a great idea to get add this in mm-hmm. as a bonus bonus features for the podcast and get back to where we're not just a you know a, a pound fest of big deer big deer big deer or, you know coyotes you know, all that yeah or you know what I mean? We got a lot going on. Of course, we want to share business side of stuff, but we want to we want to bring a little fun back into it. And um, you know, we'll get on the website here soon and build a category mm-hmm. and do a story of the month. And you know, as long as it ain't criminal, right? We'll share it and make some blogs and stuff about that. I mean, because that's what it's all about—the stories, the memories, and um, which inspired we're going to do a, a rabbit roundup. Um, Camp Silken's going to host that for us and, um, you know, create some more memories where we get a group together, get some community stuff going and make some fun for a rabbit hunt. I mean, but that's that's how I grew up. Yeah, me too. Small game hunting. A lot of small game hunting with my dad, my uncles, my cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, and always... Don't remember half the stuff, but I remember all the crazy stuff in between. I don't remember what we shot. Right. But I, I get you know, I could go into a whole segment of Ron and Don. Two <laughs> cousins. But we 
when you go in there. Not yet, you know, it's just too far, too much. But it should inspire everybody else. It should inspire our next guests and for those. It should inspire you and your dad and mm-hmm. uncle. You guys got some wild stories. I had the privilege of hearing some of them already. And we'll get that loaded up, and then we'll get um, Joe and Mickey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll get, you know, Cam and his father-in-law. They've had some great adventures. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we get those two guys. And, you know, just share. I mean, it's 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 comical, but it's cool. Right. You know, me and Kyle share some of our comical stuff. We want to share that side of us because really, truly, that's our memories. You know, we've been fortunate and, and, and have great memories of great hunts. We also got great memories of the trip in itself, right. the journey in itself, and it's time to share that stuff. I'm excited for it. Uh, well, yeah, it's not all. You know what I mean? We're all pretty darn serious about what we do when it comes to to this side of it. But then again, there's always, like you said, there's that fun and the camaraderie side and the the deer camp stories and all those things. So, and that's kind of yeah. what, what we're trying to spark here. You know, it's just a little bit of that and give you guys some funny laughs. Hopefully, um, I'll get this get one kids. up quick, too. Get, yeah, get the kids up there. Get them involved. Get them back in doing mm-hmm. something. I've been blessed with, with, you know, my one daughter. She don't hunt, but she always back Kyle up, you know. And now Abby, she's, 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 she'll sit. Already did a sit dark to dark. Mm-hmm. Dark to dark. Won't shoot a little. No. She already shot one little buck. Now she wants a separate game. You know, me and her had some funny moments sitting in the blind all day long. You know, fun fun stuff. Shared some stories. So that, you know, no deer, but we still got right. the memory of going the way with the Applebee's and you know, had a good time after the hunt and can't, can't change that stuff. No, you sure can't. Santa Claus look, this whole thing. You rocked it the whole, all the full hour, all the whole thing. You can see Kyle put a Santa Claus filter on me. (laughs) Kyle, why don't you take a picture of that so we could use it as the cover for it. Yeah, we use it, we use it as the cover for the, for the, uh, for the cast. Mr. Ho, Ho, Ho. Yeah, just send that one to me, Kyle, and I'll get that up. Uh, what I'll do is I'll get this up, guys, as quickly as possible. We're at the hour mark. We won't keep them on now. We'll let you guys get back to, uh, you know, hopefully you're you know, traveling safely to family and friends for the Thanksgiving holiday. We hope all you guys have a, you know, have a happy Thanksgiving. And, uh, we'll let you get on the road. Yep. Safe travels to you and your family to Tennessee. Yes, sir. Play dad as we said hi. Will do. And hopefully we find some time to go hunt. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, good luck to you guys and, and you know, have a uh, have a happy Thanksgiving as well. And I'm sure we'll talk multiple times. So um, other than that, guys, we thank you again for all your support. And make sure that you like, follow, subscribe. And, uh, you know, again, check out our YouTube. We still got some stuff up there. And we got a lot of new stuff coming first of the year um, with that. So you're not going to want to miss it. So if you're not subscribed, get on there. Subscribe now.
No ifs, ands, buts about it. Other than that, we'll see you.